Hey, this is your girl Grace Robertson and welcome to More Than Just A Pretty Face. Here I'll be talking about getting to know who you truly are and who God has called you to be. We're not just going to focus on the physical attributes that you have as a woman or even as a man, but we're digging into the depths of your heart and we're pulling out all those things that shouldn't be and we're filling your heart with spiritual things that ultimately propels you into becoming more than just a pretty face. Hey, this is your girl, Grace Robertson, and welcome to More Than Just a Pretty Face podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. And if this is your second time tuning back in, welcome back. I'm so grateful to have you all tuning in with me. And let's just get right into it. Last week, I just want to piggyback on what I talked about on last week on the first episode of the More Than Just a Pretty Face podcast was identity theft. And just to bring you back into what I talked about was that we were talking about how the enemy has come into our lives and how he has stolen our identity to the point where he has left us looking around, scrambling, trying to figure out who we are and what God has called us to be and what he has called us to do. That is identity theft when you don't know who you are. And so just to piggyback off what I talked about on last week, the topic for episode number two is going to be, who am I? Who am I? And so right now, I just want you to look into the mirror and I want you to ask yourself, who am I? And then see if you can truthfully answer that question boldly and with confidence on knowing who you are. And you know what's so funny? Um... In just making this episode for number two um, of the More Than Just a Pretty Face podcast, I, I asked my son and I asked him, I said, son, who, who are you? Who are you? Do you know who you are? And he said, yes, ma'am. And I, and I asked him and I said, well, who, who are you? Tell me who you are. And he said, I'm a leader. I'm a leader. That's what he said. And you know what, you all, that is a great answer. And he's only eight years old. That is a great answer because as for men, you all have been called to be a leader. A leader. And as for women, we are called to be um, the woman who tends to our home tends to our children if you have children right now if you do not um and you are in this place where you want to have kids or you know when you're married then you are called to be the tender of your home you are called to be um over your children and men you are called to be leaders the head of your household and so when my son answered that question it really amazed me because you know, I try my best to instill in him who he is and not who I want him to be. You know, because so many times we get so wrapped up in people's opinions on, on who they think we are and what they've said about us and the negative words they've spoken over us. And even the negative words we have spoken over ourselves and the negative words that the enemy has even spoken to us where we have believed them. 
I believe we get so wrapped up in other people's opinions about us that we ultimately define ourselves by what they think we are and who they think we are. I believe we have gotten to a state where we are so confused um, about our identity, about ourselves and other people based on um, our status, based on what we do and what we've accomplished, um, based on our social status, our bank accounts, our careers. Those are all good things and those are just like a pillar of what we do, but that's ultimately not who we are. That is not who we are. And so when we begin to open up our Bible, we begin to go through the pages and we begin to read God's word and, and, and begin to declare things over our lives on who God has called us to be and who God says we are. That's when we'll start to believe who we truly are. We are not our mistakes. That's not who we are. Our mistakes do not define us. Yes, it puts a damper. It kind of puts like a little damper in in, in our lives and in our walks um, and, and throughout our lives. But it ultimately does not define who we are. You know, we as people, we are not perfect, but we're striving to be like Jesus. And when we make mistakes, don't let those mistakes define who you are. Do not let your mistakes define who you are. Because when I think about that, when I think about the mistakes um, that even I have made in my life, if I allow the mistakes that I have made in my life or the mistakes that I may make in the future define who I am, I will never become who God has called me to be. Let me say that one more time. If I allow the mistakes that I have made or the mistakes that I may make in the future define who, who I am, I will never become who God has called me to be. I won't because I'll, I'll always look at myself and look in the mirror and say, Grace, you, you're, you're, you're this and you're that. And, and just think about who I used to be. Um, you, you'll say you're a fornicator. You are a liar. You'll define yourself as the things that you used to do. But you know what? The great thing about the Lord is, is that God does not look at us through our faults. He doesn't look at us through our mistakes, but he looks at us not for where we are today. Because ultimately right now we are not where we should be. And we are not where God wants us to be. And so when we look at ourselves and and when and and the way that God looks at us, God doesn't look at us based on what we've done or what we haven't done. God looks at us in the future and who he has called us to be and who ultimately he says we are and not what people have defined us to be and not what other people um thoughts about us and our thoughts about ourselves or even the thoughts that the enemy has spoken over our lives we are not defined by that but we are defined by who God says we are and who does God say we are God says we are chosen we are a holy nation we are royal priesthood we are his beloved we are called by him we are ordained by him God knew us before he formed us in our mother's womb and he ordained us and and set us upon the nation and called us a prophet a prophet to the nations God knew us before we were even knitted in our mother's womb that is so profound and it's so amazing because God knew me before I was even thought of like in man's in man's mind God knew me. 
he knew me before I was even in my mother's womb and he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And when we get to that place where we're beginning to understand who God says we are and we begin to speak those things over our lives, that's ultimately who we will become. It's who we'll become. And I think so many times that we get so wrapped up in materialistic things, we get so wrapped up in our bank accounts, we get so wrapped up in in, in what we have and what we've accomplished and we define ourselves as that. You know, one thing that I can think about is like any time and this and this really it it really shows me the way that people think. So many times when I come in contact with people that I've just met um, even if I'm at my job or if just I'm at the grocery store and I just meet somebody and they come, the first thing that they ask me is, are you in school? Are you in school? What school do you go to? What field are you taking? That's like the leading question that most people ask people. Are you in school? Do you have your degree? And I think, and, and having your degree is an amazing thing. I'm in school right now and having your degree, it, it's amazing and it and it puts you ahead into certain jobs because we know that jobs these days you have to have some type of paper, some type of certification so that people can know that you are qualified for the for the position that you are applying for. So it's an amazing thing. If you have the desire to go to school, go to college. You know, if that's what you want to do, then go and do those things. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but don't allow that to define who you are. Don't allow it to define who you are. I mean, I just think about that because that's just the first question that people ask is like they don't have any other thing to lead a conversation with besides are you in school? It's like that's the leading topic of a conversation. To the point where it's it's like it, it, it lets me know that that piece of paper is defining a lot of people. And you know what? It's great, like I said. But if all you can say on based on who you are is just say, I've got this degree. I'm a lawyer. You know, I work for this company. I work for that company. I've got this amount of money in my bank account. If that's all you have to go on based on who you are, then that's nothing. That is nothing. That's that's not enough. You're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Because ultimately what matters, because all those things can fade just as quick as you got your degree, just as quick as you got your bank account to where you want it to be, just as quick as you got your credit score to where you want it to be, just as quick as you got your social status up, like you, you feel like you've climbed the ladder of the social status on social media and you, you know, you've got all these people, you've got all these likes on these photos, you've got all these followers, just as quick as you got those things is just as quick as you can lose them. Just that quick. It's just that easy. That is not something that you can take to the grave with you. But ultimately, we are so we are so focused on um, external things and things of the world. We get so wrapped up in that and it defines who we are that we totally negate our hearts. We totally negate the things that are eternal, the things that are above and not on the earth. And we lose out because we define ourselves by these materialistic things and we define ourselves by these things. So when we lose these things, we lose ourselves. 
When we lose these materialistic things, when we lose our job, we lose our career, we lose this money that we have in our bank accounts, our credit score begins to drop. When we lose those things, we totally lose who we are. We forget who we are. We become confused on who we are when we lose these things because we've allowed these things of the world to identify us on who we are when that's not who God says we are. God did not say that we are defined by our bank accounts and how much money we have because one thing I do know is the Bible declares that But my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So if you are lacking something today, God will supply that thing that you need today. That you need today. You know, sometimes I think we become hoarders of things and of material things. We become some big hoarders of material things. And that we can't even allow what God has for us to come in because we're holding on to all this stuff. And we've defined ourselves by this stuff and by these careers and and all these things when those things mean nothing to God. Yes, God wants you to have money. Yes, God wants you to be prosperous. Yes, God wants you to be all that you can be and wants you to excel and succeed. But I never saw that in the Bible. I never saw that written in the Bible where God said, oh, I want you to have the biggest bank account. Because you know what? If we if we define ourselves by who God says we are and we figure out who Jesus is and realize that he is our example and that we are to exemplify ourselves after him, then we'll realize that Jesus was not hung up on all these things. He was about his father's business. And who was Jesus? Jesus is our Lord, our savior. He He is the one who went to the cross, who died for our sins and for our transgressions and our iniquity, who went to the cross for all of our mistakes, all of our sickness, all of our disease, everything that we could experience in this life on earth. Jesus went to the cross for those things and he shed his blood for those things that we don't be condemned by the mistakes that we have made, but that he came that we may have life and have that more abundantly. And not only did he die for our sins and our mistakes and our diseases and our, and our sicknesses, but he rose with all power and that same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead. He wants you to have that. Jesus wants you to have that power of the Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. And when we can access that power that Jesus has left for us, his spirit that he has left for us, when we can receive that gift that Jesus has left for us, is when we can become, come into the knowledge of who God has called us to be. That's when we can become who God has called us to be. And I just believe, this is one thing that I believe is that our thought patterns and our thought life is who we are. What we think is who we will become. 
What we think about ourselves is ultimately who we will become. You will become whatever you believe. So what are you saying about yourself? What are you believing about yourself? Are you believing the lies that you have told yourself for so many years that you're a nothing? You're worthless. You will always be um, the mistakes that you've made. You will never amount to anything. You'll always be poor. You'll always have this poverty mindset. You will always be out here going from one bed to another, sleeping around. You will always be this person who exemplifies your, you know, sometimes a lot of us, we don't want to be like our mother and like our father. Um, there's a lot of people who don't want to be like their parents. And so we, are you exempt because of you think because of the mistakes that they made, you're going to follow those patterns and that you're going to do what they do. You looking at yourself and you're, you're looking at yourself through the lenses of your parents and you're identifying yourself through the mistakes that they've even made. And so now you're, you're just in this place where you don't even know who you are. And you've defined yourself by these negative things. And that's ultimately who you who you will become because that's how you think about yourself. That is how you think about yourself. So if we begin to change our thought patterns and be, and begin to believe about ourselves based on what God is saying, then we can become more than just a pretty face we can become more than that we can become more than our bank accounts we can become more than our social status we can become more than our careers we can become who God has called us to be and then you'll be able to look in the mirror and ask the question who am I and you can answer that question and say I am a woman of God or I am a man of integrity I'm a man of great character I'm a man of valor I'm a woman who fears the Lord I'm a woman who is clothed in strength and in dignity. And I'm a man who who is after God's own heart like David. I'm a man after God's own heart. I'm a woman after God's own heart. I will worship the Lord. His praises shall continue to be in my mouth. You can ultimately define yourself by the word of God. So those are the words you begin to speak of yourself when you begin to realize who God has called you to be and who he says you are. But you've got to get into the word of God. You've got to understand God's word. You've got to go. You've got to start somewhere. You've got to look at, you got to open up the Bible and begin to read this love letter that, that God has left for us and understand what he's saying about us. So you can speak these words over your life and know who you are and who God has called you to be. You know, one time I heard a pastor say, um, an uncrucified thought life is the beachhead for satanic activity. An uncrucified thought life is the beachhead for satanic activity. And what that means is that if you don't crucify your thought life, if you don't kill those negative thoughts in your uh, in your mind, then you you just open up your mind to satanic activity. You open up your mind where the enemy can come in and he can he can plant these seeds of doubt. He can plant these little lies and say, you know what? You know what, girl? You always going to be your mistakes. You're never going to amount to anything. Nobody is ever going to marry you. 
you're not pretty enough, you're not beautiful enough, you're not handsome enough, you don't have enough money. And all these lies the enemy plants in our mind, all these lies the enemy tries to plant in our minds and we begin to fester on these lies and we begin to believe these lies. And ultimately, when you start believing something, that's what you'll become. That's exactly what you will become. But I'm saying today, today, no matter what negative thoughts you have thought about yourself, even today, I say choose today to say I will be more than what I have thought about myself in these past years. I will be more than that. I will be more than a conqueror because that's who God says I am. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm above and not beneath. I have everything that God says I can have. I'm a man of integrity. I'm a man of valor. I'm a man after God's heart because I'm seeking who he is so I can know who I am. I'm a woman who has character. I am a woman who loves the Lord and who fears the Lord. I'm a woman with that's full of dignity and who is clothed in strength. I'm a woman who speaks words of kindness. I am a woman who who loves God and who knows who she is. I am more than just a pretty face. I'm not just wrapped up on what I look like on the outside. I'm not just fixated on that. I'm not just fixated on on making myself appear to look like something that I'm not on the inside. You know what? One thing I do know is I don't want to look like something or look amazing on the outside, but I'm dying on the inside. And so when you get to that place, when you know who you are, when you literally can look in the mirror and say who you are, that's when you'll be who God has called you to be. That's when you'll start walking in the fullness of God. You'll start walking in the fullness of joy. You can have um, joy. You won't have to put on this facade for people based on the things you've accomplished or the things you do to define who you are. So I just want you to take this time today to say, who am I? And if you cannot answer this question, I want you to I want you to go and I want you to go and pray. And I want you to ask God to reveal to you who who you are and who he has called you to be and, 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 and the things that he has in store for you, because God has great things in store for you. His word says that his plans for you are for good and not for evil to give you a hope and a future. God has such amazing things in store for you. Listen to this podcast that you haven't even touched the surface. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard the things that God has in store for you. But you've got to get to that place where you know, where you will say to the enemy that I will no longer believe your lies. You've got to say to yourself, I will no longer believe my lies that I have spoken about myself. But I will be who God has called me to be. And I, you got to speak those things that be not as though they were. So you've got to say, I know who I am. Even if you don't even know right now, you got to say, I know who I am. Because you're believing God to reveal to you who you are and what he says about you. You know, you got you to gotta change 
the way that you are speaking about yourself and you've got to change your thought patterns. You've got to change your thought patterns. So I just want to leave you with this. Who am I? Who am I? And I just thank God for you all listening to this podcast today. And I'm just so excited about your future. I'm so excited about what God is doing in your life in 2020. And I know that before this year is out, you will be more than just a pretty face. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode two. I'll see you all next week.